0: John 20 and verse 21 again. We are talking and looking at the scriptures in the whole book of John about being, Jesus being sent. But this one tells us that we're sent too. And so that's kind of what we've been looking at uh, these, well, a couple of weeks ago. We had Mark last week and he certainly encouraged us to be sent as well. So uh, John 20 and verse 21 And it says this. Where is it? Where is it? It says this. Again. I'm really not getting old. I can still see the page. I can. Again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And I know every every one of you weren't here a few weeks ago, so I'm going to review a little bit. Think of that scripture. If we just think that, that I as a, a child of god as a son and daughter of the king i've been sent just like jesus how did the father send jesus he said as the father sent me i am sending you and it's interesting to look when you go through about out especially the book of john there's all kinds of things where jesus says i was sent the father sent me i was this i love the one in john 8:42 and uh it's in a in a certain translation it says this it says I'm not here on my own God sent me and uh... what if we what if we just live life like that everywhere we went because we're sons and daughters of the king and if you aren't you can become one real easily you just receive the gift receive the gift of salvation trust in Jesus to forgive your sins turn away from all that stuff and turn towards him repentance and faith in jesus is 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 how you become and then it's all it's it's all him it's a gift you just unwrap it just unwrap the gift but what if we thought everywhere i i am god sent me here like if we went like purposely thought that in other words it's not like just i just happened to end up at let's not use walmart let's use something else i'm at kohl's Preachers always throw out Walmart all the time. I don't go there unless God really directly sends me. (laughs) Like I need an audible voice to go to Walmart. (laughs) I need a word of the Lord. But, you know, if you're at Kohl's or you're at, you know, whatever store you frequent, think that you were sent there. God knew you were going to be there that very day. He knew you were going to go grocery shopping. He knew you wanted the new shirt. He said, I knew you were going to be at Kohl's and I want you at Kohl's and I've sent you there. So be aware. Maybe it's just you walk around you bless someone. Maybe it's you're just aware, you pray for someone it just looks like they have a need. Maybe you pray for someone it looks like they don't have a need. You just sense something in your spirit where the Holy Spirit says, pray for that person. But if we went as the Father sent me, how was Jesus sent? It's incredible. First two things we looked at, a couple of weeks ago was Jesus said over and over again I came I was sent not to please myself but to please the Father In other words I'm not doing my will I'm here to do His will as the Father has sent me I'm sending you so that one applies to me and then we looked at Jesus came to save and not condemn there's a lot of condemnation that's thrown around even by church people even by Christians right right now uh... that look we weren't sent to condemn jesus didn't come to condemn he came to save so i'm sent the same way i'm not sent to condemn i'm sent to bring the message of salvation good news it's good news it's good news that jesus loves me it's good news it's good news that he loves everybody even those people you don't like he loves them especially those Jesus even said, love your enemies. Don't you wish that was not in the Bible? <laughs> Why did you say that, Lord? Well, he said, hey, everybody loves, even the world loves those that love them. That's not miraculous. That's not supernatural love. He said, look, I'm, I'm sending you with a supernatural love. It's not from your head. It's from your heart. As the Father has sent me, I'm sending you. So it's like, it's like huge. I just, I'm just going to continue to say it and encourage us, but we're going to look at a few more scriptures about us being sent. And when I'm sent to do something as we looked at a couple weeks ago, you know, I, when my wife sends me to the store for, you know milk, bread and cheese, so we can make sandwiches or whatever, have cereal for breakfast, if I come back with Doritos and coke and you know, some cookies. I wasn't sent for the purpose that she sent me for. And so I want to live and be sent for the purpose for which I was created for. That I've been sent by God, I've been created by Him. And Jesus says, look, I'm sending you just like God sent me. It's an incredible responsibility, but it also says, hey, there's going to be an incredible power, there's going to be something incredible that happens. So we're going to look at a few scriptures, I believe I have them up there. John 3.34 says this, for the one whom God has sent speaks the words of God, for God gives the spirit without limit. So in other words, Jesus, this is actually John, I believe, talking about Jesus. Some of your Bibles might have it in red, some some don't. So I think it was John. Uh, For the one whom God has sent speaks the words of God. In other words, Jesus didn't come saying his own thing. Jesus did not have words of his own to say. For God gives the Spirit without limit. The Holy Spirit was giving him the words of the Father when he spoke. Next scripture. John seven sixteen through 18. Jesus answered, My teaching is not my own. It comes from the one who sent me. Anyone who chooses to do the will of God will find out whether my teaching comes from God or whether I speak on my own. Verse 18. Whoever speaks on their own does so to gain personal glory. But he who seeks the glory of the one who sent him is a man of truth. Apply this to yourself as you're reading it. Isn't that powerful? The one who seeks the glory of the one who sent him is a person, a man or woman of truth. There is nothing false about him. That's amazing right there. That's a good one. What's the next scripture, Cooper? John 12, right? 12 jesus says for i did not speak on my own but the father who sent me commanded me to say all that i have spoken is there fifty two yeah i know that his command leads to eternal life so whatever i say is just what the father has told me to say hello whatever i say is just what the father has told me to say I'm going to speak that over myself till I start getting it. John 14, 20, Amen? Can you speak it over yourself till you get it? I'm going to declare that. Any, John 14, 24. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. I think we got it, right? <laughs> Let's go home. You don't need me to preach that. <laughs> so we are sent with a message and our words don't have to we don't have to come up with them now those of us that are not like talker people believe it or not i'm not a talker okay so, you know i only like to talk like this that's it i'm done for the day we go home sunday afternoon my wife says how are you doing i'm said i'm done <laughs> i've done i've used all my words for today and tomorrow Okay. <laughs> But I don't, this is good news. If you are a talker, then you got to dial back your own words sometimes. Say, hey, are these the words from the Father? Is this the words that Jesus wants me to give or am I just running my mouth again? <laughs> As the Father has sent me, I'm sending you. So we're sending the same way. Doesn't it say in the scriptures with, you know the Holy Spirit at that time will give you what you should say? You notice that the connection there between... Uh, the Holy Spirit and the words of God in John John 3, 34. It's like, hey, the Holy Spirit is given without limit to Jesus, and He's giving the words of the Father all the time. These are not my words. They're from the Father. So they carry more authority as well. You notice it's authority and the will of God is involved in this. When God speaks, His authority is on His words. Man, I just love that. Can you put up 1249 again? What was that one? I think it was 1249. May 1250. <laughs> so whatever I say is just what the Father has told me to say. Let's say that. Can we say that together? So whatever I say is just what the Father has told me to say. And I want to live like that. Holy Spirit, let's just, Holy Spirit, touch our mouths right now. We just invite you to touch our lives. Touch our lips. Amen. Let let our words be your words, Lord. And we're not talking about asking for, you know, water at the restaurant or refill. I mean, we're we're talking about when it matters, God. When we're saying things that matter, we want it to be your words and not our words. In Jesus' name, you know. As I was thinking about this, um, I began to think of the word ambassadors. You know, ambassadors. Let me give you the definition. I'm going to read the definition of ambassador. I think you know what it is, but. just so we clear, I always go to the dictionary. You know, God says we're ambassadors sent with a message of reconciliation, to implore people, be reconciled to God. Uh, a, a, an ambassador is a diplomatic official of the highest rank sent by one sovereign or state to another as its resident representative. Is that interesting? second definition a diplomatic official of the highest rank sent by government to represent it on a temporary mission an authorized messenger or representative now if you go to the british english the word is actually this This is fascinating to me if, if it's boring to you go to sleep right now Okay. ambassador ambassador is actually short for Ambassador Extraordinary. Isn't that cool? And there's some other word that I can't pronounce too. <laughs> potentiary. I have no, no idea what that word means. I do know what extraordinary means. Ambassador Extraordinary is a diplomatic minister of the highest rank accredited as a permanent representative to another country or sovereign. I mean, doesn't Jesus? Doesn't Paul? Excuse me. Say that we're aliens and strangers in the world. We've been sent from somewhere else. We've been sent here. We're sent as the Father has sent me. I'm sending you. Jesus came from another place to speak the words of truth to those who were far away. And God says, "Hey, look. You belong here now. You don't belong here now. You belong here now." So you're from here, and you're being sent here as an authorized representative of the highest rank to speak the words of God. You're an ambassador extraordinaire. Does that sound cool? I love that. I love that definition. Now here's the deal. Whatever the ambassador says in a country, that's what the people in that country think the sending country is about. Mm-mm, You got it right there, huh? Think about that. Why is the American people so confused about who God is? It's because the ambassadors are all saying different stuff. There's a lot of different messages going out that are not the message and the heart with the heart of the message of Jesus. And so when I when I as an ambassador when I misrepresent the one from whom I am sent from those who I am sent to can misunderstand who that person is or who those people are. If we have the ambassador of the United States to the country of let's say, give me a country Italy so if the ambassador to the country of Italy says I, mean, I want to give you a message from the United States. We hate you. In fact, we, we don't like your, your people are rude. They're not attractive. And in fact, we, we don't really like the way you're running your government. We don't like your economy. We don't like the things you stand for. If the ambassador of the United States starts doing that in Italy, what's going to happen? Italy is going to be ticked off at the United States because the ambassador is the representative of what that country is saying and so as an ambassador for Jesus Christ because we're his ambassadors we're the ones that were sent I have to be saying what he's going to be saying that's why it's so important because if not then the one I'm sent to they don't know who I'm sent from If I say the right thing without the right heart, I don't convey the whole truth of why I was sent. I need this, the truth spoken in love. Too many times people go on both sides of those things. In other words, all truth and no love is not really truth. All love, quote unquote, without truth is not really love. It's just a feeling, just emotions. It's when both come together that you can get the message from heaven. It's the truth in love. It's the truth saturated in a passionate, loving God. You know there's really a showdown of messengers right now. There's another messenger in our world. The devil and his demons. The demons are the devil's ambassadors. They're the ambassadors sent out from one place to another to represent that kingdom we're sent from one kingdom they're sent from another kingdom they bring lies and accusation i need to be bringing truth and love you know when the enemy comes for those who are not a believer Mostly they're going to bring lies. They're not going to bring accusation. They're going to bring lies. They're going to bring things into their life that are going to confuse them from understanding the truth so that they walk in lies and have destruction in their life. Because when you believe a lie, you empower a lie in your life. See, the devil's already defeated. We have to remember that. The devil was defeated on the cross. So he, he already lost the battle. And so all he has there now is a big mouth that's it he got a big mouth it's a little devil with a big mouth <laughs> now he knows how to talk look he ain't stupid I didn't say he was stupid I didn't say he hasn't been around a while he, he knows humans real well he's been watching humans for thousands and thousands of years so he, he's not stupid but his his power his authority has been stripped from him because Jesus said look I came and Jesus took back the authority when he died on the cross, he went into the grave, he went into hell, and says he took the keys. Keys always represent authority in Scripture almost every single time. And he says he, he took back the keys, and so then he came back and says, all authority on heaven and on earth has been given to me. Why would Jesus have to say that? Because he didn't have it before. He had to get it back because... We were given authority over the Earth. Humans were given authority over the Earth, and we gave it to somebody else. We handed it over to the enemy, so only a human could come back and get it, because that's the way God created the Earth, was to be under dominion of His creation. The right. gospel truth there is that's why Jesus had to come. He didn't have all authority on heaven and under Earth. It sounds scary to say that God didn't have that, but he'd given it to humans, and they gave it away, so he had to rightfully take it back from the devil by dying an innocent death, by being killed and not deserving death and taking sin upon himself and because he didn't deserve to be in hell he didn't have to be held there because there was no right for him to stay. He could walk out freely under his own power because he was perfect and sinless. So there's a showdown of the messengers. There's a showdown of the ambassadors going on in our world and it's our job to say what the Father says. To say what Jesus says. Let my wor- the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing and acceptable to you, O Lord. So you're sent. You're sent. So listen for His words. We've got to be listening for His words. You know, there's times when um, we think we, we know what needs to be said. You know, what? You know, I, I've been in this situation before. I've talked to a person like this before. And we rely on our experience. We re- and it might be, I'm not even saying it's a bad thing. It's good advice. But there's sometimes where I'm just encouraging us to say, I want to make sure that I'm not just giving my good advice or something that worked before in the last situation I was with. I want it to be whatever I'm saying is what the Father has given me. When I speak, He's speaking. It's a huge responsibility, but what does he say? In John 14, 26, let's put that one up. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I've said to you. It's the Holy Spirit, the same Holy Spirit that gave Jesus the Father's words, that gives us the words of Jesus to speak in each and every situation. So I've got to be filled. I've I got to have His heart. I've got to walk in His authority. Then I can give His words. And then His words have His power. As the Father has sent me, I'm sending you. That's really all I have today. That came out kind of short. Let's do another sermon. <laughs> Give me a scripture <laughs> We'll look at some more We'll look at some more next week So let's, let's stand I think God has spoken enough to us Sometimes he doesn't need, need much time As the Father has sent me I've sent you Lord right now once again We just put our hands on our, on our mouths Right now Lord, these mouths belong to You. Holy Spirit, we need Your help. We need Your help, Holy Spirit. Anoint our mouths, anoint our lips, anoint our tongues, God. Lord, in this, in this day and age we're living, we don't, need, we don't need Christians with business as usual. We need Christians with the anointing on their lips. And we can't work that up. We can't can't make it happen. God, we can only surrender. We can only ask you to come. And you have already sent the sent one, the spirit of truth, the spirit of love. He lives in us already. So Holy Spirit, bring forth your life. Bring forth the fruit of who you are through our mouths, God. Let it come forth with authority, with grace, Lord, seasoned with salt that will draw people, that will make them thirsty for the goodness of a loving and powerful, holy God. Anoint our mouths, God. Forgive us when we use our mouths to speak things that aren't from you. Lord, we want to build up and not tear down. We want to speak life and not death. We want to give hope and not discouragement. We want to give hope for salvation, not condemnation. We want to speak words that ignite faith, that don't stir up doubt. We want words that bring unity, not break apart people and relationships, Lord. We want words that bring healing, not destruction and pain. That's your words, Lord. We ask you, touch our mouths. Holy Spirit... Lord, this is a holy moment, God. Our mouths are yours. We're surrendering things to you right now. Holy Spirit, we just surrender to you. Surrender to you, Holy Spirit. Oh, you're so good. Lord, we don't have to try. We're just going gonna to tr- be closer to you. The more time we spend with you, God, we'll sound like you more. We'll start talking like you. We'll start using the same phrases you do. We'll start saying the same things you do. Our our mouths will go toward certain subjects because we're around you. Things you like to talk about, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Everybody said? Amen. 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 We are done. We need help.